Hello listener and welcome to a brand new episode of the Keeping Up Appearances podcast, full of opinion, debate and football trivia with a hint of nostalgia. I'm Callum Murray and here with me is... Sean O'Hara, Bob Gall and Michael Tosh. They say not to judge a book by its cover, but we might judge a player by their appearance. As Let's get into it. Cool. Any just sort of need to say, Sean, or just usual? What do you mean, anything to say? Anything like... Welcome to the podcast, I'd go with. No, I you know that. Anything else to add? Nothing important, no. Um, no. I think we need to start with a dedication to sausage fingers, don't we? Don't mention that. I think it needs to be stopped being so disrespectful, Bob. <laughs> So welcome back to the Keeping Up Appearances podcast. We are back with another great episode. Hope you enjoy it. Hopefully you enjoyed last week's episode with our guest, Matthew Griffin. Great to have him on. We are back to the usual squad this week, though. And I will hand over to Sean for our highlight of the podcast, as he wants me to tell you, is uh, any given Saturday. Did, Did I say it was a highlight, Cal? Yeah, you kind of you thought it was the highlight last week, so I think the I, listeners I did. It, I done it down last week, so I praised it this week. All right, nice one. Right, so our games this week are from the 05-06 season, and it's from the middle of April, April fifteenth, two thousand and six. Both three o'clock kickoffs. First game is Arsenal three, West Brom one. Four scorers. Is the West Brom scorer marooned on the island? And do I mention him every week? Oh, no, 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 he's not. Is the one of the Arsenal scorers, was he constantly injured? Don't think so. So he didn't have a sweet left foot. Who are we talking about? Was he a... Uh, uh, Poor choice for number two. <laughs> trying to trick Sean. The Sean beat us last week, so trying to bamboozle yeah. him this week. He's just say a name, please. <laughs> Abu Diaby, no. Oh, no. Sorry. He, he... I was thinking, was he a Dutch fella who scored a brilliant header in a World Cup? No. Uh, did he get his leg mangled against Birmingham City? No. Did he get his leg mangled against Stoke City? No. Did he ever get his leg mangled? <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't know, but I don't think so. No. What was the year? Sorry, Sean. Two thousand six. Is one of the is he one of the Arsenal ones? One of your favourite ever player? No. Some big names here though, like um, six sevens. That was the uh, after. Was he after five six. It was five six Tosh. Um was he a very young captain for Arsenal then moved to Barcelona? No. Yeah, they'd have been wearing the maroon kit, would they have in that year? Yeah. Well, that was the year after. All of the players I remember in that kit. Did he have a very good headline on Pete Show when he turned thirty? No. Unfortunately not. Did, did was one of them mentioned in Iconic celebrations, if you were to do that for Moon 5. No. Iconic one-off celebrations? No. No, that's okay. 
Is one of them sleep sender? (laughs) Is one of them French? Yes. Robert Perez. Correct. Or a player. Nice. Is one of of them not French? So the other three aren't French, no. Is the West Brom player English? No. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Did he play for any other Premier League teams? Yes. Did he play for Wigan? Not that I know of. I think Paul Shano was at West Brom a bit later than that. <laughs> I was also thinking Jason Roberts as well. Oh, Ooh. right, okay. Is... I think that was the... Sorry, Cal. Go on, I was going to say, did the West Brom player always score against Everton? No, Paul Shano. So, right, I'll go back. Is, is, I, is the... Sorry, sorry. So I, I always get... Right, I don't know what, what, what I'm committing to here when I say they're English. So he was born in England but didn't play for England. Play for James Dick. Morrison. No. Who did he play for? Sorry, Sean, I missed that. I haven't told you. I can't give you that information. Um, right, I'll go back to Arsenal. That's too early for that Berahino, isn't it? Yeah. It's not yeah. Mm. Go back to Arsenal, yeah. Um, was the other one centre midfielder? No. Striker then? Yeah. Hmm. Is he mm-hmm. Freddie Lundberg? No. I don't know, I just went straight in there. So we've been playing for Arsenal, it's not Henri, it's not Adebayo. Who's been playing like champions? I reckon they got the Champions League final that year. Yeah, they did, yeah. And it's not Van Persie. No. Is he dead now? <laughs> no. It's a good guess. Yeah. Just didn't I just came out of nowhere, Bob, I'll be honest. Um such a jovial start. <laughs> wait, so the two so the two of the Arsenal players will wait. It's two separate scorers in it for Arsenal. Yeah. Is one of them a defender then? No. I might be wrong on where one of them played. <laughs> are they sorry, are they both not English as well, did you say? Yeah, but none of them are English. Remember that team? They've got stuff on. Is one of them a famous footballing brother that we've mentioned before for Green Five? No. Who are you thinking of there? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I thought you, I mean, just, I thought you mentioned Justin and Gavin Hoyt. Is <laughs> one of them either of them? <laughs> no. This is, is, one of, oh, is one of them Alexander Slepp? Yes, it is. Oh, what a player. He was the one I wasn't sure where he played. I, I, I'd say that's uh, wing. Yeah, left a wing. wing yeah. Yeah. He, saw, he sort of got to mention in my Maroon 5 for Mavericks mm. as well, didn't uh, he? Well, if, if, I, if I needed to give a clue, it would have been that, to be fair. Well, is one of them supposedly now a billionaire? No. So this other person then... I assume he, this okay. other person was the one you were saying. Haleb was the one where you weren't quite sure if he was a midfielder or a striker. Is this other one like, is he right midfielder? I, I'd say, again, more like he's, he's a forward, but like usually played in the hole. He's not French. Oh, he's not French, is he? It's too early for Nasri, wasn't it? Not Flamini. I think that, that's who. That's a billionaire. Yeah. Oh, is he a billionaire? I don't know. I thought. He's like the richest footballer ever, isn't he? Or something like yeah. that. Is he? Yeah. How'd he get it's that? Some, it's some sort of like, like renewable energy company or something, isn't it? 
I think it was chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> One and the same then. Yeah. Come on, big name player. Is it? Was he Czech? No, he was a goalie for Chelsea, really. <laughs> they play for Arsenal. Yeah, uh, good points, don't you? There, uh, yeah, you did actually. Should have, should have asked the other angle there. <laughs> right, so he, he's not English. Is he from Europe? Yeah. Spain. No. Is he from like Eastern Europe's type thing? No. It's very much Central Europe, unless I'm wrong. I, I, my geography is atrocious. <laughs> Is he what you might say is like a Mediterranean Europe? No. So is I, I, G- I, Germanic Europe? Yeah, like a Germanic Europe, European country. Was Jens Lehmann playing in midfield that day? <laughs> <laughs> so, Holland? Yes. Okay. Was it Dennis Beerkamp? Yep. Yeah. Ah, should have got that a lot earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the one I was like, come on. <laughs> I'm assuming you thought he'd gone by then, though. Yeah, yeah, it was his last season. He did that thing, didn't he? A hybrid with the old war, like orange in his last. Oh, no, did he play it to the end of playing at the Emirates? Yeah, I think I, it wasn't the first ever game there, like his testimonial or something. Yeah, I'm sure. I remember, they, they had that. Yeah, like I remember, like a game stuff Premier League years where they're all sorts of in a hybrid or wearing orange. Like, so then yeah, maybe maybe it's just the other mm-hmm. Dennis Bear Camp day, I think, didn't he? Maybe they did that. We should, we should all have a Dennis Bear Camp day sometimes. <laughs> What a player. Right. That's three Arsenal scorers, just a West Brom one left. <laughs> we took that long to get beer camp. What chance have we got? So was was the, did the other one play for Fulham, the West Brom? No. And he wasn't English either, you Born in England, didn't play for England, played for another country. For did he play for a UK a UK country? Yeah. Wales. Was was it Nigel Quashy? Did he play for West Brom? It was him, yeah, well done. It was him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's Quasi. I think that's how it's pronounced, Nigel Quasi. Yeah, I thought that took ages. Turns out Bergkamp was the one you were going to struggle with. Yeah. Big, bigger play than Bergkamp. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah, well done. So that's all four goal scorers in the Arsenal-West Brom game. Second game is Aston Villa 3, Birmingham 1. But only three scorers, so two of Villa's goals by the same player. Can one of them barely talk on talk sport? No. That rules out most people from Birmingham, though. <laughs> oh, there's our Birmingham fans going, but... Villa, did he play for Everton? No. Was he in the Bradwell last week? No. Um... Was he not aged a day since retiring? Was one of the Villa ones have a fantastic three-part name? No. Ah. It's one of the Villa players, Stiliano Petrov. No. Is one of the is Villa player English? One of them is. Did he score one or two? One. Oh, is he no, midfielder? He's not no. a midfielder, no. Did he play for another Premier League club after Aston Villa? Yes. I was going to say, was it Luke Moore? No. Would Would you say you went to a better club after Villa or a worse at the time? 
Yes. Should we answer yeah. a better one? <laughs> better, yeah. Okay. Is he still you playing st- now? No. Did you, I thought you had an idea when you were saying a better club and worse. Isn't that a minute down? It's also subjective. Is it, 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 it Stuart Downing? No. Was one of them Danish? No. Was one of them Swedish? No. Is one of them is one of them on six oh six now? I don't know. Who's on six oh six? I don't mean right now, but um <laughs> Chris Sutton. For Villa. Yeah. Or Bergen. He scored a Goodison. I think his Where last ever goal was a Goodison for Villa. Well, Chris Sutton is the Birmingham player. <laughs> I love that. But <laughs> I that was the one I didn't think you'd get. So fair play. I didn't really get him. I got him for <laughs> Villa, so he played for the Bears. He played for Villa and Birmingham. Yeah, do you still remember in that Villa kit? That's so we don't need to get the Birmingham score now. Is it three one? Easy. Yes, so just just two Villa players. Did no. one of them play for Liverpool? Yes, Milan Barosh. Correct. Oh. Did he get well, two? He got he got two. Yeah. Is he other one a defender? Yes. He played for. Oh no, he did play for Birmingham. It's Samuel. It's not Samuel. Who did he go to? It was better than Villa. <laughs> Bolton. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen the documentary about him? No. Oh yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the maddest he, like... thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Have you seen that? Like about the one where he, like he, he died, didn't he? But then there's people claim he had like a double life that his wife didn't know about, and then they're trying to spread the rumor that like he wasn't really dead. It's like the maddest doc. It's just the first half an hour of a documentary about his life, and you think, why am I watching a documentary about J. Lloyd Samuels, like, thing? And then it just turns after his death. It's so mad. Yeah, isn't it like the girlfriend thinks that the wife's killed him or something? Yeah, basically, because yeah. he won't let him access the, like, the dental records, whatever. He died in a car crash where his, like, body was so, like, burned or something. Wow, it was mad. One of the maddest things I've ever seen. It's not him, anyway. <laughs> on, 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 a note, did... <laughs> <laughs> on a lighter note, did, did <laughs> Defender play for England? When you say it wasn't him, do you mean in the in the car? You, I'm, I'm saying not, Tosh. I promised Mrs. Lloyd Samuel I wouldn't say anything. Yeah, he played for England, yeah. He's centre half or a fullback. Is he the England manager? No. Did he? Sorry, Bob. He's a centre half. Sorry, Bob. I shouted over there. Apologies. You know when Gary you said that's what I was thinking. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say when you said best team, was it well better? Was it an overhead kick by Gary Hale? I don't know. Might have been. It was. Was it Easter Sunday? April 15th. No, it was Saturday, so no. Was it Easter Saturday? I don't know. <laughs> it, it's around the Just time. Keep, keep asking questions about the game. <laughs> it's April. <laughs> I actually remember that one. I think it might have been an overhead kick. Yeah, that's why I picked it, that famous goal. I only that picked it because Chris Sutton played. I think you got him straight away. <laughs> Have you heard that Arsenal fan talk about Sutton this week? No, anything Chris Sutton related, I just skip over. He's quite funny. Sutton on 606 as a side note, him and Savage, good team. But, um, yeah, he isn't. Yeah, they actually are quite funny. But um, no, there's just some Arsenal fan calling them at all sorts. Just very funny. Yeah, I'm not going to say some of the words he uses. Go and check it out, though. 
So thanks for that, Sean. We managed to beat you this week and get back to winning ways after you beating us last week with some tough players, but we just don't manage to get there today. Before we go on to Maroon 5, we will talk about our game of the weekend, which was Aston Villa absolutely battering Sheffield United 5-0. Chris Wilder very unhappy at the end. Um, did anybody see much of the game or have any thoughts on the game? Yeah, just just saw the highlights. I think um, I've seen a bit of the first half. I've actually seen a couple of the goals, but yeah, just a shocker really, isn't it? Just, um, yeah, 4-0 down so early on. You think, you thought if there was a chance to let Sheffield United, Luton, Burnley might all be adrift. You're now just looking at Sheffield United and Burnley potentially as a down, don't you? Luton doing a really good job, but United, I think, yeah, that that's a, a shocker. And if your home games are so important in a relegation battle into a game like that. Villa haven't got a brilliant away record. Despite being close to top, they heard they based a lot on the home record and to be 4-0 down so early, you think, yeah, not ideal. But Villa looked very good from what you see. Got a good side of Villa. I was impressed with them a good sort of few weeks ago. Yeah, that, that, that now, now doesn't look like a bad point for Evan, to Absolutely. be fair. That's a, that's yeah, that's a home. But, um, yeah, I've, I haven't seen much of that game, but I've seen that. I thought it was the first, but... Go with Douglas Louise plays that great ball. Second, I think that was. Yeah, through to um, I think Ollie Watkins, which is a great finish. And he, he's a great striker, to be fair. I think, is he now the. Has he got the most goals and assists? I'm not sure. He's got the record for goals and assists, I think, Ollie Watkins. He had something like on Saturday, it was like he was involved in pretty much all the goals, wasn't he? I think. Um, yeah. I think the first one was uh, John McGinn tapping, wasn't it? I think after he'd made it, like just had a shot saved or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Douglas Weese is a quality player as well. I, I think Villa have done well to keep him for so long. He always seems to be linked with someone a bit bigger. He's, he's ridiculously good, really. He was at City, was he? Was he from City first? Did they sign him? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I think City I think was on City's played. books. I don't yeah, think he ever played for them. No. Yeah. No, I think... Go on, sorry, Cardio. No, I was going to say it was... Uh... As you said, definitely not what Sheffield United needed or would have wanted. And to be in the position they were to then get battered like that home when you just it's not what I assume, it's not what the owners thought they were getting in Chris Wilder for. I'm sure they thought they were going to kind of, you know, draw a few games, nick a few wins at home, see how they get on on away, but to get beat like that, it's damning, isn't it? And I think they probably what are they like ten points off safety now, I think, something like that. Um yeah, of drift. I think yeah, you talk about why that he just seems a lot. Uh, I'm going to mention him. He just seems like in the last couple of games they obviously got beat in the cup to Brighton, didn't they? They gave Brighton a bit of a game, I think, a couple of weeks ago, and he seemed he was very sort of agitated by the referees and things like that. And I don't know. You see, did you see it on Wednesday when they got beat to Palace at home, where he was he was moaning about the lines when eating his butty. <laughs> <laughs> he said something like. Uh, <laughs> But he's having heard it. He was, he was, he's sort of just talking, isn't he? I don't know whether it's with the club or like it doesn't seem to be. I don't know if it's official TV or like the club TV or whatever because it seems to be on the next to the pitch. He's saying he went to see the referee and he's absolutely furious. Then as he pops into the referee room, the the linesman was eating his sandwich, <laughs> and he made a massive deal of it. And he said, he, "Wilder said something like, you know, he just does he know like there's a Premier League referee walking in the room or something?'" It's like, yeah. What was he supposed to do? Just because he walks in the room, he drops his sandwich or like I don't, I don't know, but just made me laugh. But yeah, he just he seems like someone who's on the edge a bit wilder than mm-hmm. he seems very edgy. I remember him when he was first up and obviously they were doing a bit better, but quite sort of, you know, 
glad to be here type thing, you know, what a job he's done. Because he did a brilliant job first time around, back-to-back yeah. promotions. Whereas now he just seems a bit like, you know, I know he's been around a couple of clubs. Yeah, didn't he initially fall out with the owners? Then he's come back and said that the relationship has been healed, but it may not be. And it's his local club as well, isn't it? So it's probably about to bring additional pressure to him. Yeah, well, he said only we did a Maroon 5 the other week on um, bad returns. Maybe that that's looking like one. I wouldn't be surprised if he's if you get rid of him again. To be perfectly honest, because they they seem to be getting worse rather than better. They had a couple of decent results, didn't they? Anyone? Uh, anything? Any other thoughts before we moved on to Maroon Fives? No, go ahead. That was a lovely segue. So it's a good a good chance to move it. Yeah. So if we revert back to last week, so last week we looked at. Four- Paul songs in relation to the Grammys that have been now been and gone, and the winner this week was Spirit of the Blues. Bob the Lighter with that one, I think. I remember, remember to vote that time. <laughs> We've obviously got quite a lot of Everton fan listeners as well as all of the uh, members of the team, <laughs> so uh, that just just edged out Ozzy's dreams. Ozzy's dream, despite really... no one knowing it. Yeah, well, it didn't just edge it out, but Ozzy's dream was second. So. Uh, I think, despite not many people knowing it, it still did quite well. Obviously, one of them people who listened to it and uh, went back and thought, yeah, that is a tune. Yeah, but you might, you, did you specify on the poll? I suppose you talked about it in the episode, but someone might have just glanced at it and thought you were talking about Leon Osman. <laughs> Could have been, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe I should have tapped into that. I might have won, but I might have got some yeah. of the Everton fan votes. I should have tied in Snooker Loopy as well. That would have got me all the wins. Um, but anyway, this week's Maroon 5, we're going to look at um, quite a difficult one to put, but biggest snides in football. Another word you could use, which I'm not going to swear, but I'm sure someone will at some point. But um, yeah, so we're going to do that in relation to Neil Mopay, who's been in the news in the last week. First of all, for imitating James Madison's darts celebration, which really seemed to rile Madison up when he scored up on Instagram afterwards. And then even last night, as we were time recording, he was here. I think he wound up Walker saying he was like saying stuff about his kids or something. So yeah, I just seen that just before we we started recording. So very much a snide. Get him so, back. Yeah, well, he scored and I'm being a snide. That's the dream. That's what we thought we were getting, didn't we? We didn't really get much of either, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna think about our favourite football and snides. So we're gonna go f- go from there. Anyone want to step up and go first? I'll go first. Cheers, Cal. Go on. I'll go first with someone who I think has already been um, nominated for the island. Don't think he made it though. He's one of Sean's suggestions early on. And I am going with football's biggest wind-up of Jamie Vardy. I think he's actually... I think Well, I think with a lot of these kind of players and these wind-ups, they're actually very likeable in, in certain ways, I think. And especially if you play for your club, you kind of love to have them at your club. But I think Jamie Vardy is kind of... Because of his sort of journey in football, he, I think we think he's kind of one of one of us almost. And he's not, he doesn't seem that far removed. He seems like just quite a, quite a normal lad. Um, and yeah, a massive wind up. Not so much on the pitch with the opponents, but more so with like with, with the fans. There's there's that like video goes around. That's a bit of a compilation of his celebrations winding up, and the the team who he's he's playing against and winding up the fans. And I think it seems to work. And I think he's one of those players who like feeds off that. And I I always think like 
when strikers come to Goodison and stuff and, and the fans kind of give any strikers a bit of abuse, I just think we know what's coming. That they'll score like a last-minute winner here and sort of shut everyone up a bit. And I think Jamie Vardy's one of those kind of players. People in the game and the play and don't seem to like him. He's a bit of a, a player who does take a bit of stick by opposing fans. But I think it's just like, yeah, you'll regret that because you'll have the last laugh. And especially in that season with Leicester, he really did. And some of the goals he scored are unbelievable, obviously. But yeah, I think he's he's one of football's biggest wind-ups. I think he gets the whole crowd riled. Um, I think he does get opposition players riled as well. And just the, just the way he plays, he's, he is a bit of a snide, isn't he? He looks like it as well, to be honest. He looks like he would be a bit of a snide. But I think yeah, he, he definitely knows what to do with the crowd. And yeah, he is my job. I, did he make it to the island with Sean? No. No. So yeah, maybe I'll put him up again. Hopefully he can make it this time because I'm sure he, he'll fancy it. So yeah, yeah, Jamie Vardy, football, biggest wind-up. The, um, he's got the addition of being married to the biggest snide wag as well. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 they can go together. Yeah, he can't be the thing that decides it. I'm not letting Rebecca Vardy on the island. No way. <laughs> she can uh, drop her phone in the ocean again. <laughs> she disrupt Kumas's zen. You don't want that, <laughs> can <laughs> Yeah, I think bad. I think we discussed some at the time. Was he Mavericks? We suggest him for Sean. Was he your favourite Maverick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he is just I great. And as you say, closer to being a snide than a Maverick. Yeah, I think snide does suit his personality better. I think, yeah. But and scrot. Think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he is. He is great. He is one of those type players. I think you've made a good point there, Cal. About you sort of they're that much of a snide that you do sort of love them. If when at the time when they're doing the stuff to you, like if you celebrate right in front of you. I think I mentioned when Sean's on it, it just always seemed to be in my head away at West Brom. You seem to be always celebrating, you always like run to the same. Yeah. I also think he's what helps a snide is when you've just got a punchable face. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. He just looks looks it, doesn't he? Yeah, like he could be the soundest fella ever, which no doubt he is. But I mean, I reckon I'd probably hate him. I reckon if I knew him, I'd hate him. But he just looks like, yeah, you'd never get tired of smacking him. Yeah, but I I think it's like, that side of him comes from playing in the lower leagues and that though where like you are playing in front of a couple hundred fans and dead close to them and he probably was giving it back to them yeah. at the time. He's probably he taking loads of abuse dead close and when he scored he was probably right into them. Yeah. And he's and not he playing kept that going through. He's not playing against proper footballers, is he? He's playing against like lads that do just want to nail him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just think he, he's definitely yeah, he's been well versed in a snide ship, I think. So yeah, he definitely knows how to wind people up. I like, how, I like how we're skating around because none of us want to say the word. So you've, oh, with, shit out. <laughs> you've come up with snide chip. <laughs> it's a family show. I do quite like the word snide chip, though. I'm going to make a yeah. note of that. Yeah, that's a good word. That's, what, that's how they're going to get to the island as well for Vardy on the snide chip. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah, great show. Callum starting off uh, I think he fits fits the bill perfectly well. Bob, how punchable a face is your uh, snide got? I would I was just making notes there and the first thing I wrote was punchable face. Um he'd love to take a cricket bat to his face as well, but um so I've not well I've, I've in a way gone with an Everton linker because he was so snide against Everton. But um more closely related to Liverpool, I'm going to go for Luis Suarez. And I was struggling to scribble down notes on his um, very famous incident 
Aquarius an absolute shit out. So the first one I went for was the Pamball in the World Cup. He was a player that just did absolutely everything he possibly could to win. And that obviously crossed over into blatant cheating quite frequently. So that's one incident. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, I think there were numerous biting incidents where he was, I can't remember, it was it Ke- who was it? Ivanovic, was it? And Chiellini. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that just bizarre behaviour. Um, one of my favourites now, looking back, having simmered down from it, was the dive celebration in the derby, which was a pretty iconic comedy moment now that uh, um, I think I warmed to him slightly because he um, left Liverpool in fairly controversial circumstances, so it, it endeared um, Suarez to me a bit. But prior to that, I did absolutely despise him because he had such a big role in effectively ending the Everton careers of Kevin Morales and Jack Rodwell through the Morales incident being an absolutely terrible challenge on his ankle. I think and he, I, I, I think he never, never quite came back to what he used to be. Then um, Jack Rodwell in the we'll call it the Atkinson derby when. Uh, Jack Rodwell put a very firm but fair challenge on us. Obviously, Suarez goes down as if he actually died. Um, and Jack Rodwell never really came back from that, I don't think. Yeah, I remember that one. Again, that was his game, though, wasn't it? He was just yeah. all, all action, all like yeah, I'd, doing I'd... everything, anything to win, wasn't he? And I think that's a, that's a hallmark of the Snides, isn't it? Whatever yeah. he can do to sort of to get over that line and yeah I, I I know it's hard to say you liked him when he was at Liverpool but I, I do think I did and I, maybe I'm looking back at it I haven't liked him afterwards but yeah. I'd sort of you'd, you'd like what I was saying it was even at the time I thought it was funny when he dived in front of me so no, I, I was livid when he when he did it then but looking back at it now it is comedy gold isn't it but well, I've just was... I've made myself angry again thinking about Morales and Rodwell so Morales got him back though didn't he the year later he did, yeah that was quite funny was the, the the one where he did that the Suarez that dive was that the one where he scored last minute as well and it was disallowed? That's and, what I was thinking. And Gerard went running over his knee slide into the end and then Everton went on the break. <laughs> and he, he didn't realise it scored. We we were in Neil Road for that, weren't we, Tosh? Well, I was there, like, but oh, well, me I remember me and Griffin watching it in Sheffield and it was great. It was that year. It was definitely that year. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. So it was that year, and then there was the year after was the three all under Martinez, wasn't it? I think that was. Yeah, that yeah, idea. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, would you not? Would you not have? I think. Did you not have your season ticket then? No, I, I mine was the year after. Oh, fair play. Yeah. So I thought we had the memories that you went at the same time. No, but yeah, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a point which is gonna benefit mine. I think this person to be the proper snide, you've got to be South American. <laughs> I think all the true snides are South American, and in particular Argentinian and Uruguayan, but definitely South Thank American. You. Thanks, Sasha. No, I don't. Really... I'm, I'm not just saying that because my mine and Bob's picks are Argentinian and South American, but I genuinely would always have said that. Well, you've well, got to well, be a particularly good. What the polls should be is biggest snide UK versus South America. Yeah, it could be, but it is the the Argentinians and South and Uruguayans and even Brazilian. Brazilians have got a touch of it as well. They're just the kings of the snides. They're all like it. They're all up to it. But then my question is because obviously the. If I get the answer I want, it benefits me. If I don't get the answer I want, it doesn't. <laughs> how big of a like? How much does ability come into being a snide? 
like is it is it more impressive being like a, a like a grade A snide when you're not actually that good? Good question. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, hmm. yeah, I don't know the answer to that one. Well, I yeah. Think I, well, yours as you, I'm trying to think of the answer that doesn't suit you now, to be honest. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's it's easy fans hating you when you when you, like Suarez was slotting consistently against Everton, he was winning winning like or sending Liverpool towards titles and stuff. Well, nearly. That's easy for fans to hate you. Whereas, if, you, yeah. if you're not doing that, maybe the art of what was this? What was it, Cal? Snide The art of snide maybe is even more pure in someone that doesn't have the football ability. Yeah, no, I get you. I like you thinking there. You can make that argument for yours. Yeah, well, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump after Bob then in the uh, South American train. So my pick, which I think is unarguably the winner, is. Diego, El Cholo, Simeone, who I think the difference between my pick and the others is he was a snide as a player and snide as a manager. Also, Argentinians to tick the box that I've already said is, is essential to being the biggest snide. So, yeah, as a player, again, before our time, so hard to sort of remind, but obviously his most famous incident for me is getting David Beckham sent off. And that's just a perfect sn- a perfect display of snideship in that he makes sure he knows David Beckham's the young sort of up and coming star. He's the sort of the, don't know, obviously like sort of like a spice boy, etc. He goes right in the back and it is a terrible tackle and he lands and he made sure he lands on like Beckham's back to make sure he's done the damage there to which Beckham responds, obviously nowhere near as bad and he's rolling on the floor to get him sent off. And after it's done, him and Batistuta are there looking like they've done. They basically won the World Cup there by achieving that. And I just think it's absolutely perfect the way it works. And that's a, the perfect element of being a snide there. You know, he's, he's done what he's got. He's got one over on the lad, young lad. He's put one on him and then he's got him sent off. Two in one there. Are we talking about snide or absolute legend? Well, he is an absolute legend. And then obviously as a manager, he's managed a bit in Argentina, but most famously for Atleti. And... Again, you watch his team and you see he's how many snides he produced as a manager, how many sort of brilliant sort of players that are just absolute snides. You think of his defence, I think that's an, uh, something you have to have, likes of Godin and Miranda and Gabby in that first team. He had Diego Costa, that maybe could have been easily picked in one of these as well. Notice most a lot of them South American still as well, just pointing it out. But... Uh, Absolute snide. Even as a manager, he's done things. You know, he's always mouthed on referees. He's been so many touchline bands. He had that famous one. Do you see that one when he kicks the ball onto the pitch when the, t- the team are on the break to get the game stopped? <laughs> just that's just it's just fantastic. I think just uh, a great character and also as well, obviously not really essential as Sean says the thing, but done an unbelievable job with Atleti turn them into title contenders. But yeah, I think. He takes he's South American, he's Argentinian, which obviously I love, but he also player and manager. He's stuck to his uh, snideness, and yeah, I don't think there's a, a bigger one than him for me. Yeah, I think it's a good shout. I think he's it's a good point with him being the manager as well. He's 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 a manager similar to how he played, isn't he? He's a he's just a bad bad snide, and it's kind of like win by any means necessary which 
I think, like you said, I think that is kind of a bit of a South American um, sort of philosophy for, yeah. for football. You, you, you just kind of win by any means necessary, particularly with the Uruguayan players. Um, Garrett Charuba, I think it's called. There's a bit of um, fact for you. Um, that's their, like, their way of know, Sorry, Cal, you don't even know if that's the right word. It is Garrett Charua. It is. It's in the book. Read it. Um, no, that's, that's only, how, only I talk about books. Yeah, that's how uh, <laughs> Tosh only talks I, about good books as well. That's how they play. Um, but yeah, I think the South Americans are very good at it and they do it in the right way as well. They sign that even Snyder in the way they do it because they do it like behind the rest back and they try and get someone else blamed for something. And yeah, like that Beckham one's just a good example of that. Um, the ref didn't get on to what he done, but just go the Beckham into reacting and then Beckham gets get sent off. But yeah, I think it's a good shout, Tosh. He's a good one. Any other thoughts before we pass it on? I I can't say I've seen much of him as a player, I'll be honest. I mean, even as a manager, it's not really... I mean, yeah. Just about you, see, you, you must have seen his teams and the way they sort of... Even a couple of years, was it last year or the year before they beat City or City beat them? And the way like that Savage was at Grealish and like pulling his air and all sorts, just yeah. just yeah, that's going to be like that, aren't they? That's yeah, coming from the top, isn't it? You know, you think like the way you way you say like Pep builds teams in his image and like plays the football. He play, he's learned from Johan Cruyff, Simeone. You've got to you've got to have an element of snide. You've got to be trained in the the, the art of snideship to be a player for you Simeone. Know. You know what? So he's he's breeding the next generation there, isn't he? Exactly, he's done it all. He's it's like generations of snideship. I don't know whether his son now his son plays, doesn't he? His son was playing for Napoli actually. I'm not sure if he's a, a snide. That'd be the wor- I'd be worried. I watched he scored against Liverpool, I think, didn't he? Yeah. I'd be worried if he's not a snide. Let him down, really. But yeah. Right then, Sean, do you want to wrap us up, please? Yeah, go on. So when we came up with this topic, this was the first name that came to me head. And it's weird, really, because like for a Maroon 5, normally I'll do a bit of research, just check that what I'm saying is correct more than anything. But with this, it's not really something I can research. It's just a, a vibe I got as the the first player that came to me, and it's Celtics Scott Brown, who another one of your hair inspirations. Exactly, yeah. Although no, because he actually got a full head of hair now. Like yeah, that, but when he was when he was at his snide, he had a proper Sean. Exactly, but that, I think that makes it even better because he he shaved his hair purely to be a snide, and then now he's finished. He's going to be back again. If only we could all do that. But yeah, I just think, as I say, when, not again, not that I've watched lots of Celtic back in the day, but when I think of big moments, like you look at old firm games, I've never seen a man just dictate the mood of a ground like Scott Brown could do. It was it was actually unbelievable. He'd like he'd he'd, he'd almost like pick a man and just go, I will get him sent off today. And I've never seen I know loads of players are able to do that but I've never seen anyone as good at it as him he just keep going and going and what I was saying before he was a good player obviously we never know how good he will, he was as he never played in England but he kind of his lack of ability thereof if he had it it's 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 made up for in, in what else he brought to the team which was that ability to lead the team really good leader captain but also the ability to negate another player and, and what that, I love about him as well. Sorry, Bob. And he's, uh, he was so good at doing that to 
the entire crowd and that entire team in the old firm as well, which just makes it so much better. Exactly, like on the big occasion, he could dictate, as I say, dictate the whole ground. Every fan of datum, every player of datum. But what I like about him as well is if you think like from through the years, all his like rivalries, he always picks another snide to like to go with. Do you know, go one on one. It's like the battle of the snides. So we started off with Doof when Doof was at Rangers and he was at Celtic. He go that was great that with Doof. He'd go head to head with Doof and you think like he he's, he hasn't picked anyone here. Do you know what I mean? He's picked a big a big name. Doesn't pick on the little guy, does he? he goes. Nah. He, he, he does top dog. Himself. Comes yeah, out he top. Doesn't, he doesn't punch down, does he? No, he can, and he came out on top. Very would Derby had the chance. <laughs> and then after after Duf, it was like it was that Morelos, wasn't it? It was horrible. Oh, I liked him as well. He's a snide. He could yeah, be exactly. in there. South, South American. American. Yeah, Jinx. and he, he went he went head to head with him. And then even later than that, it was that Ryan Kent who I don't know much oh, about, but he look, he looks like a little div. Sounds like Kent. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's from Liverpool. Was he something to do with Liverpool as well? Then, yeah, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, 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 no, yeah no, it's so like, and and um, that 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 little rivalry they've got. It started at Celtic. So when Scott Brown was at Celtic, he was he was he was doing everything he could to wind them up, get them sent off. And then when he moved to Aberdeen, he continued it. And there's that famous thing when he gets Ryan Kent sent off, and then he's waving him, waving <laughs> off, going, "Go on, see you later." And it's just it's just quality. It's like I didn't I didn't complete the job at Celtic, so I'll I'll move to Aberdeen and I'll I'll do it in there. <laughs> but I just think he just seems like like yeah. If he played for your team, I reckon you just adore him. Like he he's got everything you want. He's horrible to other players or the fans, but for you, he's just the best thing ever. And there's also that one. Do you know when he gets he gets. Like that, that double tackle he gets. Yeah, the ball kick with the little and dance. Then, and he starts running off doing that. Plus, <laughs> like a short up, there's like a little dance called. Is yeah. that Aberdeen? I think that's Aberdeen. Yeah, against Aberdeen. I, yeah, I thought it was against Aberdeen in my head, and that that the thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's great. Yeah, and then he's just like it's almost that thing of he's just he he made himself untouchable. Where like not one was going to get him. Apparently, after that, I've seen an interview with Lee Griffiths where he said. After the game, he didn't. He didn't realize he'd been he'd been done and like cut open in that tackle, but he didn't notice because he was too concerned with getting up and showing everyone that didn't hurt so much. So that he even did a little dance, but he's it's just... like me and Father Side. Yeah. Even even like the the juice one, which you alluded to, like I remember that was like a great time for all firms. He seems to be playing every every week and that, and then well, they do anyway. But there's like he did add all them fights and then. He literally there's one where he scores, doesn't he? And again, yeah, yeah. but like you know, he wasn't a scorer, but you know, it's as if he sort of said, Right, I'm gonna score today, and then just by chance, like juice right next to him as he scores, just so he can <laughs> do that. You know, everything just fell for him to be a snide. That's like the sign of a true snide, isn't it? Like, you know, he didn't have to do much, he just he scored a goal, which he probably didn't do an awful lot of. And juice was the stair, so he could just go right in front of him to do that. I think yeah, I think it's a great shout. I think he definitely fits the bill, but he is in South America, unfortunately. So I just don't think he can win. Which, if anything, I think helps his case because yeah, the it, South it, Americans would have embraced him. I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he was born to be like Uruguayan or something. Yeah. Right then, any other thoughts on Brown? I think it's a great shout. I think um, 
wrap that up there's some really good cases they're arguably our strongest cases put forward i think maybe there so to wrap it up let's just remember remind us who we had so callum picked jamie vardy bob picked luis suarez i picked diego simeone and sean picked scott brown we also the reason we picked it to the fifth member is mope with an honorable mention to yeri mina who was an absolute lovable snide for Everton and also South American. So he's an air. He can be also a fifth member potentially going to the island. So remember, try and get yourself over to X, vote in the poll to see who we can send off to join Jason Kumas, Paul Pogba, Marco Van Basten with the soundtrack this week to hear Spirit of the Blues. Right then, shall we get this week's game picked? Right, so the games are picked this week. We've gone for Villa against Man United, Everton against City, and Fulham, Bournemouth. Let's spin the wheel. And it is Villa United. Probably quite a nice game. Yeah. (laughs) Should be a good game. Yeah, if United done it, had a few decent results, haven't they? I think, yeah, obviously a good win on um, Sunday. Played reasonably well on young lads. Started to score a few. So I think, uh, yeah, it could be interesting. Probably still edge with Villa just with their home record. Not too sure, but be interesting one, that is for sure. I haven't got any football to contribute, but did you see the video of that Hoyland lookalike? I was just going to say that should be song of the week. Oh, it was devastating for him. Did he get blank? Did he? Well, he, he didn't necessarily get blank. He was just amongst the hordes of crowds, like at the end of the game, and he's going Hoyland, Hoyland, and obviously he's not going to hear him. Oh, the poor lad. I think he's Australian, isn't he? Yeah. Come all the way over. He saw him score, but yeah, he just got blanked. But I'm sure United, they're not soft, are they? They'll get him involved at some point. I don't know. Is might, it like you might be the next release? I do the next, the next song. Yeah. <laughs> the new the videos club. he does, I haven't seen him. Is it like sort of slagging him off now? So is it? No, he loves him. He's like, because oh. so it's all to promote a song, to be fair, which is all right. But um, yeah, everyone just said this looks like Hoyland, which it doesn't. And then all of a sudden he started putting on a United kit, doing inspirational speeches to him to tell him he's going to score. <laughs> like the Vardy lookalike. <laughs> but he looks less like him. Though. No, or it, it, he was—he's a singer. He's an Australian singer, isn't he? And like when Hoyland wasn't scoring, everyone was a comment on his videos going on. Here's yeah, that's what I mean. I see. Here's here's Hoyland versus Arsenal, or whatever. <laughs> and then he was yeah, got And yeah, so now he's a uh, big time. But yeah, it does not seem much like him. No, seems like a nice guy though. He does, to be fair. Hoyland, what a voice as well. I've never, I've never heard Hoyland speak, but what's his name? Sean Sutton. Yeah, seems like a nice guy. Get him on. As if he's big time now. Come on here. So no more thoughts then, though. No? Yeah. Are we doing Let's do a prediction we, I, for this one. I, I think on. we should. Yeah. <clears throat> Go on then. She started I'll, off since she's so desperate, Sean. I'll go two all. Oh, uh, 2 0 Villa. I'll go 1 1. 
I'll go the other set does. I'm gonna go three one United. Sure. Just to be a bit different. So we've had a sweep of the results, so someone will get the least correct results. Right then, we ready for our number? Yep. So normal rules. I'm sure you know them by now. I'm not gonna bother repeating them. Our number this week is three hundred and seventy. I've just realised we had a villa last week. We did, yeah. Did we, yeah? Oh, yeah. Was the number 370 or...? Do you know what? My guess probably was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picking the same one. Have we got a song of the week? The Hoyland one. Yeah, should we go for Hoyland? Let me find... Say, is there any musical snides? What's a, who's a musical snide? I don't know. Define a snide. In, in like a music South, of South American <laughs> <laughs> a wind up sort of diss track or something aiming in that uh, was it Frankie yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to say that Bob though yeah uh, they'll all know so wait that's it we're actually doing that yeah I think I think so all right, so you've got longer this week because you've got to listen to Eamon and Frankie back-to-back. So that's two songs where... <laughs> Both classics, though. Yeah, oh, they are, to be fair. Yeah, they are. I've got that's me one answer. I think I've the one that I'm happy with my answer. I think yeah. I've got a I've few got one. I've got one United one. You always go first, Callum, as well. So I reckon me and you have the same, so I'm going before you. I'm going. I'm, 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 I'm sticking to me one United one as well. I'm going, I'm should... going first because I need to like, go for you. Yeah, that's fine, Bob. Right, yeah. Bob. Going back to me old Everton links player I famously absolutely hated for Everton, but he was at United for quite a long time. Um, Very much a f- Nepo brother. I'm going for <laughs> Phil Neville. Fair play. We we'll got that. Have a look. I'm going to jump in next. I reckon someone might have mine. Actually, yeah, mine's um, again thinking along what Callum said. Eight nine seasons. Not sure he was there that long, but in a lot of long campaigns and a lot of like long European runs for United, that great United side with Ronaldo and Co. I'm going to go Patrice Evra. Haven't you already had him once? Have I actually? Are you won a week with him? Man with the slush puppy book. Did I actually had a check for the Se- second week, I think, recording Carl's. Oh no. Oh, I actually have as well. That was, that was someone, someone's Can on I the ball. Mm-hmm. No. Hey, that was only that's only been nine out as well. Ah, right, mate, give me a minute then. Come back to me. I can't believe I... it. I'm, I am going to yeah I was thinking similar to Tosh sort of trying to go back eight, eight seasons or so with someone who would have been in a successful United team so played a, a lot of games in a season someone who had two spells at the club as well which I think might have just boosted it up enough I'm going to go with someone who Tosh just mentioned and I'm going with Cristiano Ronaldo do you want to go next Tosh or should I I'm still thinking Okay, I really struggled for Villa players 
and my first instinct for a United player, I feel like the more I think about it, ah, you know what? No, I'm going to go for it. I feel like they were there a lot longer than the eight or nine years, but they're famously... Uh, I know I'm going to lose this, but I don't care. I've said it now. They're famously a super sub. You went on to be Gaffer, which maybe we can include them if, if I'm really behind. I'm going for Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Hmm. I know. I, I feel like it's going to be too... I to guess at that, to be honest. I don't know how many times he came on. I haven't got a clue. But it, the first thing that came to me, I know he was there for quite a while, wasn't he? He probably was, wasn't he? Yeah, but again, I don't know. Hmm. I have a few names written down then, so I'm not happy with any of them because I'm not sure. I think I've got a couple either way. One of the thoughts was Dennis Irwin. But again, I get the impression he was probably there a bit longer. I think he was there years, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he would have been, wouldn't he? And again, long campaigns. And then I was thinking that later team, so sort of like after, well, during then after Fergie, I was thinking like maybe an Ashley Young, he was there quite a while. But then I'm going to go someone from the same sort of era, same sort of position. Mentioned a couple of weeks ago on, I think he was a scorer on any given Saturday. I'm going to try Antonio Valencia. Again, he's probably less, isn't he? But he was there a long time and again, like played. Mm. I've checked the others. There's a couple of very close answers. Oh, no. Can I just have ever again? I know that was within there. Do you know thinking about it? Did Bob pick Phil Neville on that week? Well, I actually thought Phil Neville might have been picked. Ah, this is an absolute... It's, it's going to happen, no, isn't it? You're not going to remember, are you? Let's be honest. I did. No, but you don't remember how many, do you? Did he, actually? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He actually picked Ashley Young, though, so I'm good job. I'm glad I didn't pick Ashley Young. But I think Phil Neville's been mentioned somewhere else. He has. Bob mentions him most weeks. He was mentioned for England caps one week. Ah. Ah, okay. When we're doing it, Maria Fardon, football's worst barnets, I'm going to pick Phil Neville. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you said you didn't like him. You hate him at Everton. He was an absolute... I'm not going to use Bob, good professional. Change the culture of the club. Oh, yeah, he brought loads of that success from United too, wasn't he? Just to let you know, lads, before you go, Bob, I might need your help. Um, not you specifically. Um, I'm, I'm branching out and I'm going to try and get more like, well, I've got like an email. Obviously, you know, Bob, I've got an email just for the, the podcast. I might, I'm considering like whacking it out. And saying, like, if anyone's got any suggestions for Maroon 5s. If we pick one, they can come on. No, that'll put, that'll put pick, them off. Pick the best. I'm not letting any old freak on. I've already, already had a few of them. You've had Griffin on twice. Some twice, yeah. <laughs> also, lads, I've set up a TikTok, which is the least me thing ever. But I was speaking to Hannah's sister, and she was like, that's where the money is. But I need to now work out how you make money off it. So... Right, that's my next I, job. I, I, I think I, I, is, I, I, is the money I, I, in just I, I, joining it, yeah. You're going to have to just clip. Fifty pound joining thing. It's going to be right. best when we record it. You don't have to clip things. That's how you want to do it, isn't it? Could it? Could we do it? I was going to say like we're off next week, aren't we? Sure, we could even do it an in person one if everyone else was available. We could. That's a good shout. Yeah, 
would have to be everyone else available. And also, I'm limited to that Monday at the moment, but we'll discuss that another time because Bob needs the results. Yeah, go on. Okay, then. Results are in. Pretty good guesses this week. Um, so, all within 40. So, pretty good. In fourth position this week was... Myself with Antonio Valencia, who was 339, so 31 out. Okay, so f- that was fourth. In third position was Cristiano Ronaldo for Callum, who was 24 out with 346 appearances. Still a pretty good guess, which leaves Bob and Sean, who were both within 12, in second sure. position with oh. 381. So 11 out was Phil Neville, which means that this week's winner is Sean with a brilliant guess for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Only four out. Oh, 3-6-6. Nice win in ages. Can't yes. Really good win for Sean there. Really well, good guess Sean. that. I'd have been second if we were allowed to repeat guesses. So. <laughs> I'm Jamie Bolson with that, you know. <laughs> That's a great show, really. That was a very I good show. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought it was that many, to be fair. So That's yeah. great. In when I was talking about it, I ended up talking myself out of it. So I'll, I'll, part I'll, of it then. I'll edit something in where I go. Yeah, I'm pretty confident with this one. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> confident it's only four out. <laughs> like, uh, oh, go ahead, do your closer, Cal, and I'll do the your time, edit. Bob. Have we got I'll time? Don't do the picture before we go. Oh, yeah, go on. This could be my last one in this setting as well, lads. Oh, wow, yeah, my last one in the house. Big moment for everyone. It'll be the last one ever. If someone emails saying they'll edit it for us. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So after 25 games played, here is our new league table. Still at the top is Bob with 67 points. Callum is in second on 62. Tosh in third on 60. Sean after that huge win, he's now on a massive 48 points. I've played one game less, though. And the guests are still on 18. Can we make sure I get two points next week? So, thanks for joining us for another episode of Keeping Up Appearances podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Possibly one of the best Maroon 5s we've had. Um, some great discussion there and possibly the strongest contenders from everyone it could go either way so make sure you get your votes in on x for that please and yeah a great win for sean who's cried that impossibly over the last few weeks have been very disappointed with his own answers he managed to come up trumps today so well done to him for that and another great any given saturday as well thanks for listening try and interact with our social media pages if you can share the podcast and we will see you next week and uh, follow us on TikTok, everyone. We've got a uh, got a brand new TikTok, which uh, will be very active when are I you? know when I learn how to do it. Are you allowed to be on TikTok when you're above the age of thirty? Well, I, I don't know. I'll just I'll set my age to sixteen. That, that right, won't okay. get me in any trouble. <laughs> and any viral dancers, Tosh said he'll do. So look look out for his wall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that'll get you into more trouble, Tom. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be checking your hard drive before they check mine. So and yeah, if anyone is interested, I have an article out in the latest issue of When Saturday Comes. So go and grab a copy and check it out. Let us know what you think. <laughs>